my gosh. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We're going to talk about getting your kids into the most exclusive private school in the world. And we are delighted to have with us Rebecca Hanover, who has written her first adult novel after spending so many years winning awards, writing for CBS's Guiding Light. And um, a YA novel, The Similars, which hit New York Times bestseller list. And now here you are with The Last Applicant, a novel. Welcome, Rebecca, to the Low J Book Club. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much. What an introduction. Yeah. Well, I know. We literally just had a lady that was in the front row at BravoCon all weekend on, a colleague, and it was just so funny hearing the stories. Oh my gosh! Well, th- thank you so much. I'm. Um, it's so fun to be here. And um, yes, adult adult thriller. It's been kind of a wild ride and and tons of fun. So, and your um, book is so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. It's it definitely is definitely twisty and dark and edgy and all, all the things. Rebecca, um, but I'm, I'm, it is yeah. a little triggering though because these women, <laughs> these New York women. Before they even conceive their child, they have a game plan, and it is to get into this school. And I have a a one-and-a-half-year-old, and I, like, realized the other day that, like, we haven't really talked about colors once. (laughs) So, like, is it really like that in New York? Is it, are people really, is it that intense? It it is. And so I live in San Francisco, although I used to live in New York. Um, But my experience of this realm you know since i've had kids has all been in in san francisco where i think things are like a few you know maybe a notch or two down but still there's still kind of a frenzy even here but i will say that it's it's like all pretty stressful in in the moment but like the truth is like it kind of works out like you know you find a place for your kid and you know everybody down the line can almost has amnesia around like oh did i go to all those lengths like for kindergarten you know but (laughs) Um, in the moment, it can feel pretty, pretty high stakes, I guess, which is why it's where the idea came from for the book. Like, you know, you're always searching for something that's high stakes and then kind of taking it up a notch for a novel. So. Your, your book is so good. Why don't you give everybody this setup? And I love yeah. that it was kind of your idea came from this intensive parenting article that was in the Atlantic. Yes. Yes. So the book essentially is about this question of what if, or at least the idea came to me when I wondered what if an admissions director at one of these elite, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade private Manhattan schools, like what if, what if a parent was so desperate to get her, her kid in that she stalked the admissions director. Um, And so in, in the book, Audrey Singer is the admissions director. And then there's this mom, Sarah Price, who is that desperate mom. Um, And there, you know, as, as you know, but as you all can imagine, you know, their lives get enmeshed and it becomes this just kind of cat and mouse, cat and mouse game where we don't know sort of which way is up. Um, and yes, intensive parenting. I, I, I have three kids. They're 12, nine and four. And as much as I try to sort of, you know, take like a big picture perspective and try not to get, you know, so worked up about things, I, I really I'm guilty myself of, you know, taking things so seriously. And in 2023, like we, like to parent is a verb, right? Right. Um, so we, we all, we all take it really seriously and I get it. Like I do it too, but I, I kind of wanted to explore that with this, 
with this book. You know, and it's it's interesting if you're just joining us. We're talking with um, uh, Emmy Award winning author and best selling author, the last applicant, Rebecca Hanover. And Rebecca, you know, even in we were just kind of talking about BravoCon, even watching like the Real Housewives of New York and watching Sex in the City and watching all these New York based show the drive with everybody who has a child and will make all these sacrifices to get them in in kindergarten to the elitist school or yep. otherwise they're not going to meet yep. the right connections more so than right. any other city right. in the country. Yes, totally. And again, there's echoes of it, I think in all the major cities and, and all over. Sure. Um, Cause you know, everyone wants the best for their kid and everyone imagines like you said, you have a one-year-old, you know, the truth is like, they will be fine no matter right. no matter what Thank happens. God, like, they, we, yeah. Oh, good. Good to hear. But, but, it, but it, it doesn't always feel that way. It feels like these, it feels like these decisions matter so much, you know? Do you think it's- that was the fun of it? the book yeah oh yeah the book the book is such an intense fast-paced thriller but we're both like halfway through it just loving it and it's just very i mean you can, it's a page turner yeah it's gripping. you can relate to it though even even yeah. though the psychoness is kind of going on between these two women you can kind of relate to it and the teenage daughter is like mom please right you yeah. know because my kids are grown and they're in their 20s i just i really think there is this this when you're a parent and your kids are younger, you just have this drive to make sure that everything works out for them and they meet the right people, they have the right playgroups, they do this. You know, it's so stupid in the bigger picture. Um, yes. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and um, you know, you mentioned that intensive parenting article, and there's, I mean, there's all these terms now that, have you guys heard snowplow parent, which is when you push, the op- you just push the obstacles out of the way of the child like a snowplow. Like, Helic- helicopter that- used to be you'd clear the way, and now this is you're just pushing that. I love that. I would like yeah. to be have my husband be a snowplow in my life and just get rid of all my obstacles, but I guess it's a right? non-option. Where's my, where's my snowplow? Exactly. Right. And, of course, those things are ultimately, like, actually detrimental to our kids. That's the irony. So it's, it's hard. Like I said, I am no... Saint, like I can totally fall into these habits myself of, of thinking, you know, I need to get everything up for my kid or fix things for my kid. But then I try to take a step back and remember that it's that actually healthy. To this is really problem. I love yeah. it. But you have three kids. Those are, you know, different <laughs> grades. Not you've got a 12, a nine and a four year old. So that's a lot of different yeah. schools and a lot of different juggling yeah. and everything going on. <clears throat> I have to ask you, OK, so. You went from being a soap opera writer, and I just finished John Stamos's memoir, and he talked about the pages and pages and pages and pages of dialogue he had to learn every day on a soap opera, and you get one take. I mean, was that just so intense? And then deciding to go to write novels? What was that like? Yeah, um, the soap opera job was a dream job. Like, honestly, the the most fun I've probably had had in my life um, oh, I love yes yeah, it was oh it was so great and I mean the the folks that I worked with were so talented and that's the thing he is totally I mean obviously he's, he's right he knows what he's what he's saying and like there's think you know think about there being five hours of material that you need for every single week right compared to some streaming show where they maybe they make like 10 episodes you know 10 hours of it the whole year right, right. so um, it's just so much for everyone, the crew, the cast, the directors, the writers. Um, and as a writer, we would just have to churn it out. But 
when I say that, like, um, I, we still were aiming for really high quality. Absolutely. Work, right? So um, it was, that's where I learned everything I learned about storytelling. I learned in that job because you just, you dive so deeply into these characters and then you try to find story that's really authentic to them. And that, like, that's true with, with this novel that I wrote. Like it always comes back to a concept that you can really get, you know, sink your teeth into and then really letting the characters drive what happens. Oh, good. Um, and that's, that's what's so writing so like as well. This being your first adult thriller, is this something you want to do again? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I'm working on another one, uh, just another standalone um, psychological suspense. I had, it was, the last applicant was uh, really raw and emotional for me in a way. Like writing for adults took me like to deeper and darker places than for, for teens, but I also loved it like just it was a total blast so yes i would love to do more well you're good at it rebecca it was it's and it's it's a treat to meet you and i think you're our first person who started out in soap operas and then went over to novels and we interviewed a gob of not of authors and you you gripped us from the first page oh wow there's it's a good book that's a compliment (laughs) it's a good book okay we have to ask you um I know you don't have a lot of time to do any reading, reading, but is there a book that you read that you just love that you think other people should know about besides yours? Yes. Yes. And I do. I actually, you know what, when you're a writer, you can count reading time as work. Okay. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> you, know, you can say, well, I'm researching or I'm, <laughs> so I do read, I read a ton of YA and I read a ton of thrillers, which makes sense since that's what I write. Um, I just read Delicate Condition by Danielle Valentine. I don't know if, if you're familiar with that, but it's like a modern take on Rosemary's Baby. Oh, jeez. Um, a pregnant woman, and it turns sort of horror. Ah. And it's really good. It's really good. It's different. Yep. And really good. So uh, I highly recommend it. Okay, good. Lori, Lori would love that. Lori <laughs> likes more of the horror things. I like. I just stay yeah. right on the thriller line and don't like to go anywhere yeah. past yeah. that. But I'm just delighted to meet you, and congratulations yeah. to you, <laughs> on your book, The Last Applicant, and I hope you have great sales, and we'll look forward to reading your next book. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. This was such an honor and and so much fun. Oh, great. Thank you for being with us. All right, take care. Have a great day.